This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey original podcast, The Best Football Show, featuring a daily breakdown of the most important storylines across the league, Baldy now joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Welcome back to the show, sir. Uh, good to be with you guys. How you all doing? Well, we are we're doing pretty well here. We're doing our own holiday show. We got a holiday party going on on air, and right. I don't know, the Browns won again, and so it just feels like the it's a good vibe. Love is in the air, man. Well, it was a uh, it was a hell of a game. It was a great game, actually, great defensive game. And uh, it wasn't looking good for about the first 55 minutes, 56 minutes of that game. But, you know, you pulled it out. The defense made, you know, some big plays on, you know, third down runs and that kind of thing. But, you know, I mean, you can't take anything away from what Joe Flacco was doing. The, the call by Chicago at the end to get in the field goal range is just a bizarre call by, by Eberflus. But I don't understand it. But uh, nonetheless, you know, uh, and Joku seems to always be open when you need him. And that's been going on now for like three straight weeks. Yeah, we we, we like that quite a bit here. I'm, so I know you did a little bit of a breakdown on your Twitter uh, handle about uh, Joe Flacco. So what are you seeing on film from Joe? Well, I mean, I, look, I, I know Joe. I mean, he lives down the street from me here in the South Jersey. I feel like I've known Joe since he was at Delaware. I mean, he's got a, he's got a, a, a great arm and he's got a great release and he's big. And so, you know, even on the throw to Njoku to get him in the field goal range, I mean, he's getting pit of ground, but he's just a big, strong kid, always has been. And so you can get pulled to the ground. He can still get the ball out far enough, you know, to make that kind of a throw. And, you know, the throw to Amari, like nobody knows he's going to go 51 yards on the throw, but the throw's a dart. You know, Joe's when Joe's 50, he's going to be able to throw the ball like that. He's just always been in shape. He's always had a big arm. Always sees the field, can look over the defense, doesn't have to look through it. So, you know, he's got a lot of advantages that he's always had throughout his, uh, I guess, 16 years now. What needs to happen for the Browns to – because the big plays are there. They are scoring more points than they were with DTR or P.J. Walker. But I'm, I'm just curious, what has to happen for more consistency out of this Browns offense and to unlock that next level with Joe Flacco? Well, the splash plays are there. You know, the play to Goodwin for 57 yards, uh, Tomari to catch and run, Tenjoku at the end. The big splash plays are there. I think just, you know, the, the, some of the more basic throws that you got to make, you know, in order to extend drives. You know, they were, I think they were like four for 16 or four for 17 on third downs. Like just the completion of those throws. Now, the Bears create a lot of problems. They have like contact points on defense and, you know, Montez Sweat was a monster, and they had different things going on. But I just think the more routine plays on third down just to stay on the field and sustain more offense can be something that, you know, uh, any offense would benefit from, but certainly the Browns as well. You know, Baldy, with the injuries to the offensive line, the lack of running attack, I mean, how much does that hurt this team here going forward, not just the rest of the regular season, but also the postseason? 
Well, I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, they're not coming back. You know, none of the tackles are coming back, and Nick's not coming back. And so this is what they are, you know, right now. Kareem and Jerome, they got to they handle it. And, you know, whether it's Hudson or, you know, I mean, they're, they're lucky, I think, that they were able to find, you know, somebody like on the street, somebody, you know, like uh, Christian, because he's played, he's played pretty good considering he was out there on the street and, and uh, not in somebody's camp and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's, you know, Batonio goes down, next guy's got to step up. I mean, that's just where they're at. That's where all these teams are at. Like I was, I saw Houston last week and there's no CJ Stroud or Nico Collins or Will Anderson, nobody. And they found a way to win the game. So, you know, Kevin's got to work with what he has right now. And you got to work around some of the limitations and some of the weaknesses and the playbook isn't what it was. I remember talking to Kevin back in training camp in Philadelphia when he was scrimmaging the Eagles. I mean, I can pretty much guarantee that the playbook isn't anything near where it was in August uh, when they were scrimmaging back then. And so you got to kind of just build your game plan and what you have around what you have. And that's where they're at right now. Baldy, given that, you know, on Sunday they were playing four new linemen from where they were in September. I'm just curious, how long does it take to get that kind of chemistry towards to maybe, and again, they're not going to be the line when they had all the guys that they paid all the big money to, but before these guys can at least give the run game a chance with Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, and Pierre uh, Strong Jr. Yeah, well, I mean, look, if they had Posick in there with Keller and Batonio, that's about as good an interior trio as there is in football and has been for a number of years. Now, you know, Harris was in there. Harris is fine. He's, he's played a lot of football. He knows how to play. Um, but it's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, you know, I could count on – I could count the number of plays when Batonio's in the game, how many times he's going to pull. I know pre-games – before the game starts, I know Batonio's pulling eight times, and he's running the running power. I mean, that's just what they do. And so he's not in there. It's not quite the same. Um, but as far as the continuity – I mean, as long as keep guys keep going in and out, I don't know that you're gonna that you're gonna be able to count on it. What you hope is that you don't turn into the Jets, and you just you know the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing because that's they, they don't have any idea what they're doing. And so I don't see like breakdowns, um, you know, like uh, assignment breakdowns up front, which can just kill a play and kill a drive. Uh, but you know, Bill Callahan's a coach too, so I, I don't think you're gonna see a lot of it. I mean, Bill coaches them all. And so I don't think you're going to get the same continuity that they had maybe early in the season if these guys keep going in and out of the lineup. But I, I, I can pretty much guarantee that whoever's in there, whether it's Harris or whoever, like they're going to have a pretty good idea about at least what their assignment, the assignments are. Buddy, which teams in the AFC should the Browns avoid? Or if you're a Browns fan, would you want to or not want to play, I should say, in the first or second round? Well, I mean, this Houston team this weekend is good. Yeah. I mean, they're defensively, like, they look like, uh, this is not an offensive comment, but they look like an expansion team with a great young quarterback. But even last week, you know, when Case Keenum was playing, they look like an expansion team. I, I can look at all the guys that are on that roster, you know, and I could say, oh, you know, uh, Malik Collins has played on all these different teams, and Sheldon Rankins has played on all these different teams, and Denzel Perriman. It's, I mean, that's, but D'Amico Ryan's pulled it all together. And, you know, like they have really gotten good defensively. Like, they, they really, their run fits are really good. You can tell a linebacker is their head coach. Like, they don't, their run fits, I mean, Derrick Henry couldn't get 
a yard last week. He tried. He couldn't get one yard. And so, and then, you know, you look at young guys like Derek Stingley and Jalen Petrie, and, man, those guys are just, they're just great football players. And so I, I feel like that's a team, if they get in, could be flat-out dangerous. But Cincinnati with Jake Browning, I mean, if, if you didn't know Jake Browning was playing, you just read the, you know, the score scorecard every week, you'd think Joe Burrow was still playing, you know. And so Indianapolis, I'm going to see him this week against Atlanta. Like, they're running the ball really, really well right now. Like, they, they can bother somebody. And the quarterback doesn't play like a backup, you know, quarterback. He plays like he belongs, and he does. He, he, he makes really good plays and did it a, a week ago. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think any of these teams outside right now of really Baltimore, I think everybody has got weaknesses that can be exploited at this point. So, Baldy, I did want to stick on because that's who you face this week, obviously. How do you beat this now, Texans they, team? Excuse me. Yeah, the Texans. So, I mean, I don't know if Case Keem is playing or C.J. Stroud is playing. I don't really know. Uh, they played it very close to the vest last week. I mean, they're fourth in goal at the one. They kicked a field goal. Like, you know, they – but, you know, this Devin Singletary is a very good football player. And Laramie Tunsil, like, I talked to Laramie last week. Like, his battles with Miles Garrett – like, he doesn't need a lot of help. Like, like, Laramie is a great player. Like, everybody else has to help out against Miles. But they literally can put Tunsil on Miles Garrett when he's over there. And to me, I would pay stub up prices just to watch that matchup. But, I mean, you gotta, you got to start with Devin Singletary. He's had a number of 100-yard games. He made the biggest play in overtime last week. That starts there. And then defensively, don't take this Jonathan Greenard. I mean, I know Miles Garrett's Miles Garrett. He's in a separate category, but he's the next best pass rusher on the field, number 52 for the Texans. He's very good. And so they got playmakers. And I don't know if Nico Collins is going or C.J. Stroud, or I don't know who's going, who's up, who's down but at this point on a Tuesday. But they're a very well-coached football team. Baldy, looking to – and I, Dustin asked you a similar question, but you might have – given away your answer to kind of a similar question here, but I'm just curious, how many teams in the AFC do you think are definitively better than the Cleveland Browns? I think Baltimore is, even though Cleveland beat them, but I think Baltimore is still a better team than the Browns. I, I just think they, they're more consistent. Um, I know Lamar threw a pick six to Newsom in that first game against them. Like I understand, I know all that, but I still think they're just a better, they're healthier um, you know, I think they got better all-around players than Cleveland does right now. But Cleveland's defense, I mean, those guys, can, you know, getting Denzel back and, you know, what Emerson is doing and Newsom and, you know, how the safety step up for Delpit last week and what they're getting. Like, they're very good defensively. They can go toe-to-toe with anybody. So I feel like because of the changes on offense and sort of the lack of firepower and Joe's newness like I give the edge to Baltimore but I don't think anybody else you know Cincinnati Jacksonville Indianapolis you know just going through the teams that might be in the playoffs I I don't think anybody else is better than Cleveland buddy so the Browns are all banged up we talked a little bit about that Um, they're actually going to give the players the day off tomorrow they got to play two games in five days this Sunday and the next Thursday I guess I'm curious if the Browns could find a way to rattle off a win this weekend, maybe you win against the Jets. Would you consider maybe even resting some of the players going into the postseason as as much as the you know the injuries have been such a bugaboo for the Browns? 
Well, I mean, if they get to 10 wins, beat Houston and beat the Jets, and they're all – I mean, unless you're playing for some sort of seeded position, you might think about doing that uh, the final week against Cincinnati. But, I mean, if you got to – you know, if you got to win to get in, obviously you got to play your guys. Right. But, I mean, you know, you're – but even, even that, I mean, there's no reason if that game is not – does not really mean anything in the playoff seedings – then there's no reason to put Miles Garrett on the field and Amari and a number of other players. Baldy, you're the best. You're such a joy every Tuesday here. We appreciate you. And uh, yeah. I can't wait to hear you break down this uh, this Browns-Texans game this weekend because it uh, it's going to have significant playoff implications. Well, the Bears were a good defense and have improved a lot, and you'll see a good defense from Houston this week. So they'll, they'll be challenged. It's a good football team in Houston, very well coached. So it should be a great game. Ready for it. Thank you so much, Baldy. Okay, guys, you got it. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Make sure to follow the best football show with Brian Baldinger on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcast.